Good afternoon, good evening. <laughs> Welcome to the Heavy Metal Over a Six Pack Podcast. Very exciting day for you. This Woo! is the October of Halloween episodes mm-hmm. by uh, yours truly. Great show lined up for you today. Myself, Anthony, Dave are all here, and we've uh, we picked up uh, an extra voice for your uh, listening pleasures today. The uh, TC has uh, rejoined us. Oh, yeah. From uh, Ghost of Episodes Past. And, yeah. Welcome. Hello, everybody. Hello, Good hello. evening. Good evening. Thanks for having me. Hola. As always, you know I didn't prepare any uh, any good Halloween impressions, so that's fine. Wing it. No problem. You like blah, popsicles? Blah, blah, blah. <laughs> Drink up. All the impressions come out like just naturally. In the basement. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. To start today, I believe we have a feud. See you now. You're an asshole. Have you been over a six pack? Unique metal fans. You big son of a bitch. So fight, 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 fight. Feud. Uh, is between Mike Shinoda and Rats Stephen Piercy. <coughs> so, um, Mr. Shinoda went on an interview with uh, Metal Hammer, uh, pretty much discussing the band's debut album, Hybrid Theory, which celebrates its 20th anniversary this year. Oh, man. Um, he quoted here, At the time, if you asked anybody what they were listening to, they'd say rock. I listen to hip-hop. I listened to jazz, Shinoda said. Uh, it wasn't until five years later they'd say everything. Hybrid Theory did something of that work. That's supposedly the, the, the start of this. Uh, it, was a, it was part of the progression toward breaking down boundaries between styles and music. So. That's a douche move when you announce that for yourself. Mm, uh, Jonathan Davis did that too. Like somebody else has to so say that. Trey did that too. He said literally verbatim, <clears throat> he did it first. <laughs> Uh, so essentially, to continue, he said, I listen to 90% rap music. Oh, I got an ad for that? Cool. Uh, so, I listen to 90% rap music. Then I'd look at a lot of rock bands, and I'd be like, that's, some, that's something too white. He continued. Huh. Uh, that was one of the things that turned me off, especially hair metal. Hair metal felt like very white music. And I was growing up in a very diverse city, so I didn't gravitate towards it. That didn't resonate with me. And it wasn't just about race. I don't mean the color of skin. I just mean the culture of it. When New Metal started at the very beginning, it was a very diverse place. Following all this, uh, one musician who quickly reacted to uh, Mr. Shinoda's comment was, as I said earlier, Stephen Piercy, frontman of the 80s California rockers <coughs> Rat. Uh, widely considered one of the most successful acts of the Sunset Strip glam metal scene, which I find strange given the fact that's, they have they have like one what song. Was song. What was the name of the band? Rat. Rat. Like they're newfound millionaires because of Geico. <clears throat> Pretty much. But they also like round and round. They're making you assume that like you know <laughs> glam metal was a thing for a long time. Uh, so, 
essentially. <laughs> it's like it's like being the world's tallest little person, man. It's, Pretty much. You're, you're still not that <laughs> big. Sorry. Uh, Pierce, you tweeted out a link to Mike's quote-unquote hair metal felt like very white music quote. And he included the following message. LOL. Didn't know rock music had a race. WTF. I didn't know what hair metal felt like. Thanks. All music to me. Ooh. Mm-hmm. So Dang. Is- <laughs> you got served. So that, that is his... Uh, mind you, there hasn't been any back and forth since, but that's the Because Mike Shinoda's not the type to deal with yeah. anybody's bullshit ever. Yeah. yeah. He's in- he literally <laughs> says nothing. He does whatever he wants. Pretty much. He does interviews whenever he wants. He does his own streams now. Like, that's where people get the majority of information about everything from there. Well, yeah, he, he, just he, literally to- just, he literally just ordained himself like a messiah of progressive New metal. music. <laughs> sure. We opened the he door. sure did. We were the first ones to ever use rap in our metal. So and I find it that sucks because I had a lot of these. I mean, they're technically not, but they were. I think the most. They're the most notorious one yes. for sure. I mean, you have. I mean, Beastie Boys. I mean, it's it's been done different ways. I'm not saying they're the first ones to do it. No, they're just yeah, the first to do it successfully. Like I remember exactly. when um I remember when you know Corn was barking out about that, saying like, "Oh, we did a first like rap rock," and it's like. What? Because you're like literally like I, it's funny I use the word barking because he was like barking into the microphone <laughs> half the time. But no, seriously, like uh, it just I was like, I mean, I I guess kind of like I remember when I first heard him say it, it was like current, and I'm like, I I can see it, I suppose. But then like you think about Lincoln Park, and it's like that's way more rap rock, right? Or rap metal, or whatever. Yeah, you want to call yeah. It. It's just it's just a weird. It's not even like it's not even like hardcore. To... It's like post post rock. I mean, du- as, far, as far as like rock acts, acts go, like when did the like the dual vocalist thing kind of start? Like not counting Beastie Boys and like hip hop acts, because I mean, obviously they they did that a lot. But for an actual rock band to have the dual vocalist kind of thing, um, when did that kind of time? Full time? I mean, the first band I remember was Three Eleven. Yeah, that's. That's, oh, that's true. Fair. I didn't. I, yeah. like, I, I just thought about the last I, second because I was gonna say one of the. Well, first I forget they. Ha- I forget was, that they have two. Like, one like it's, well, there's uh, there's Crossfade. Crossfade actually, those guys. True. That yeah. didn't last long though. But they He's were. Not those guys anymore. were like seriously underrated singers. Those, like, those one, guys were. Plus, excellent, uh, Aaron excellent Lewis singers. wasn't their big song anyway. So. <laughs> what? <laughs> but no, Crossfade had that. Uh, Crossfade had cold. Yeah, but Aaron Lewis is in that song. I don't even. He does that like part, doesn't he? No, that's, no, there's two it's literally the well, other I, guy. Yeah, I know that. I, for some reason, I thought he was featured in that song. No, no, am I crazy? Nope, those are the two singers. Okay, yeah, to say I didn't know that no, one. Those guys, uh, no? they work together really. Gonna, I didn't want to say anything because then, like, somebody will Google it and they'll be like, "You're wrong, Mark." Google like, it. I'm not. I'm just not ready for that at the stage of the it's show. Fine. Yeah, no, that guy actually. Uh, so he left Crossfade because there was some kind of dispute after that first album, and then he continued to be a. He wasn't a weatherman. He was like an obscure news guy for like the Stephen Colbert show or something. It was something random as like a, like another public job. But I don't know. It was just strange. It was, was kind of funny though when you listen to uh, Crossfade. Like they almost sounded like they could have been the same singer. Yeah, I mean, they're, um, they're pretty. Because there was a guy that did <clears throat> what I really meant to say, and then the other guy came in for the never meant. He was like yeah, yeah, yeah. so like slightly more like uh, raspy. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <clears throat> 
But you had to listen for it. It wasn't like so. They weren't really the first ones to mix the metal with the with the uh, or the rock with the with the rap. They weren't the first. They're just the most popular. Just going to the feud itself. I mean, I just feel he could have used a better word instead of white. (laughs) Like to be honest, isn't he white? No, he's he's uh, he's he's Japanese. He's Japanese. Yeah, I knew he was was Asian. Uh, The part of he that whole Fort Minor album. He has a song (laughs) called Kenji that's written about his father. his father's view of his grandfather from World War II being put into concentration camps. Okay. So. <clears throat> all right. Okay. So, yeah, he's he's Japanese and he's. Kill, kill, kill the white man. Well, I mean, not necessarily, but, I mean, I mean, Linkin Park's a Californian <clears throat> band, so, you know, California I mean, has lots of thinkers of that nature is all I'm saying. Fucking Not rebels. that they're also not everywhere else, but, you know, California kind of. Huh? Is that where you get Rage Against Machines from, too? Probably. I don't I know. know. Just stab in the dark. I don't know things. <laughs> very possible. I was, I was playing off your sarcasm, sorry. Oh, my bad. <laughs> but yeah, that's, that's, a, that's a few. Now, again, nothing's, nothing's come up yet, but... Yeah, I, Mike, Mike is not going to respond to that. Yeah, He's I literally know. just going to... It's like a 40-year age difference between these two. Yeah. yeah. I wish <laughs> Mike was Eminem right now, because that would be way more fun. <laughs> I'm No, I'm, I was always really surprised that Linkin Park and Eminem never... Did a collaboration. No, they got Jay-Z. It's fine. Yeah, but... No, and that's funny, too, because they never beefed either, as far as I know. Right. And that's the thing, is that, like, M has beef with everybody. (laughs) So, like... He just... He waits until somebody swings, and then he just... He pulls pulls the punch and throws it back. That's what he does. I feel like everyone has beef with him. (laughs) That's the thing, is... He he doesn't... He hasn't really taken shots at anybody, um... Except for like a few people in his song, just in just uh, Nick Cannon, Ja Rule, Machine Gun Kelly. Machine Gun Kelly. <laughs> Wait, he he didn't swing first to Machine Gun Kelly. No, I'm not saying, but that's what I'm saying. He waits for someone to take the shot. Oh yeah, because he did that rap devil thing, and, and that's his like yeah, and sure. that was model. <clears throat> yeah, yeah. But he doesn't he doesn't count it if he says something that he thinks is comical in a song. Like right. if he just throws you in there for because you rhyme with something. Like, he like, still to this day on his last album was doing Christopher Reeves jokes. Well, it's like the Weird Al rule. <laughs> if you get mentioned in an Eminem song, you know you made it. Yeah, pretty much. Like Weird Al Yankovic. If Weird Al Yankovic parodies one of your songs, you know you made it. He's <laughs> got a point. Speaking of Weird Al Yankovic, I'm proud to have uh, shared that post of Paul Rudd going trick-or-treating with uh, his yeah. daughter <laughs> as Weird Al Yankovic when Even she's literally the wasp and her dad is literally <laughs> Ant-Man. Nah. Thanks, That's Paul. Fun. That's, fun. That's why I love him. He's a, he's a great addition to this universe. <laughs> He's got the uh, he's got the the awkward persona down in like any. Oh, movie. I love him. You know, I like Parker. Everybody he's always forgets that he was in Romeo and Juliet. Actor. What is it? Romeo and Juliet. He's in that movie. Really? Yeah. He was the prince that she was supposed to is marry. That the one with the guns. Do you know what? Yeah. Uh, do you know who was in? All right. Uh, how do I want to say this? Do I want to say about the movie or the actor? Hold on. Let's think about it. Hang on. I'm thinking about it. I'm thinking okay. about it. All right. So um, actually, I think his name is uh, Seth Rogen. Oh, so you know what he was in? The first thing you, you like see him say any lines in that I'm aware of before like any of his big movies. Was it Forty Year Old Virgin? No, that's the first place Way I saw that. him, right? Yeah, that's the first place a lot of people saw him. Donnie Darko. There. Donnie Darko. Donnie Darko. I've never seen this. All right, movie. so um, before Donnie and that chick started dating, she was like walking home by herself, and there was two guys that like stopped her, and one of them was like, huh, "I like your boobs." That was Seth Rogen. That sounds like a Seth Rogen thing. Sounds like something he'd say. <laughs> He's like, Mom, I got my first roll. She's like, oh, Sethy, what is it? 
He's like, oh, I, I got to talk about some chick's boobs. Ira. Ira. Okay. <laughs> All right, well, that's... that's that kind of explains why he didn't act for a while after that. <laughs> he, wa- he wanted that movie to be a bullet was, point, it, not it like, fresh in anyone's memory. It was all but memory. an extra, like, position in the movie. That's how tons of people start out, though. Look at uh, yeah. Jonah Hill. Same thing. Everybody's that's like that whole crew of people. Man. What the hell is this? Oh, I just watched... Um, what the hell was that? Moneyball that had him in it. With uh, Brad Pitt. I just uh, watched that. I just watched that. Yeah, and that. I didn't realize it was from, like, what, 2011? Yeah. I'm like, really? How did I miss this one? I didn't realize that, uh, what's his name, the died of the heroin overdose was in it? Uh, Heath Ledger? Nope. The fat guy <laughs> that, uh, oh, he's got, like, four names. What's his name? Oh, the one that was in oh, the, yeah, uh, You're talking the, about the manager. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, the one that I, was in the, the, the Hunger Games, right? Yeah. Yeah. yeah that was uh, one of his last ones. I can't movies. remember his real name, no. Oh, what no. is that's gonna... It's like somebody Google it. Hunger, not, Hunger Games. Oh, it's gonna piss Hunger me. Games, as soon as someone say, yeah, says it, he's a game master. Wait, Hunger oh, Games I just master. had it. He was a game master in what the third movie, I think. All right, I'm getting there, guys. Calm down. Oh, no, what's his second, name? Second movie. Calm down. Uh, Philip. Philip Seymour. Seymour Hoffman. Fuck. There you go. Son of a bitch. I, I thought I kept wanting to say Peter. At least, at least you got to finish the last name. That's fine. Yep. Yeah, uh, yeah. It was a heroin overdose. Let's the, move on to that main event. event. Anyway. Main event time. Moving on. Old Happy thing. Halloween. <laughs> oh, <pardon me. laughs> yeah, we digress. Sorry. This is Heavy Metal Over a Six Pack Halloween. So as so for our Halloween episode, we, I, well, p- but we as a whole, I guess, <laughs> have gathered. I knew um, we are it. We've a, so today. we've talked about our favorite horror movies. We've <laughs> talked about favorite horror movies of other podcasts, and we would like to get favorite horror movies of other bands and other artists. So we decided to do a. Top five horror movie artist edition, where we've gathered a few from different bands around, uh, whether it's audio or just us reading with our wonderful acting skills, and uh, kind of sharing for everybody. And you know, anything the band has going on, we'll run through as well. But we'd like to thank all the artists for t- participating and sending us their fabulous content. Definitely. Oh, sure. I didn't know it was. Um... And just real quick shout out to the fans of the dead, the guys that we just did the collab episode yep. one episode ago. <laughs> Again. I didn't realize it was actually, uh, you would actually take in information from the outside. That's oh, funny. yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, it was kind of vague. I mean, this is all last minute for me, so. Yeah, you're fine. All oh, good. I know. All good. So, who do we, we're just jumping right in, Anthony? Who yeah, do we want to start with? Yeah, I mean, we with? can, um, well, might as well, <laughs> I have one right here, so I might as well roll with this one first. Did we disclaimer these guys if that we're going to mock them mercifully if their options suck? No, I did not. Okay, that's fine. You've been a lot, of, a lot of these I know, a lot of them I've never heard, so I don't 100% know. So, <clears throat> this is definitely a lot more than... Oh, no, they're just weirdly placed. So, from our buddies at Machine Gun Mayhem. What's up, boys? Uh, I reached out to Ryan and actually got from everybody. The hate brigade. In the band. Uh, so, to start, Brent was our first one. His uh, movies start with Hellraiser. Doesn't have a number. I'm going to assume the first one. Naturally. Uh, House of a Thousand Corpses. Nice. Good choice. I haven't seen that one. 
Uh, Hereditary, which is also an awesome movie. That was good. Uh, Night of the Demons, which that's an old, older one. I think I may have seen that way back in the mm-hmm. day. Mm-hmm. And then his last one is Devil's Rejects. Okay. Which, I mean, clearly he's I can totally see that. His... He's a zombie fan. Okay. He, yeah. he looks, he looks, uh, I'm not trying to be rude, but, you know, he, yeah, that fits. It's kind of terrifying in real life. Right. But if you actually talk to him, he's like the sweetest person right. in the world. Right. Right. I saw oh, him and I was scared for my life. Brent Marino. Oh. Oh, the, the, uh, the tall, lanky yeah. dude? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, I wouldn't say lanky. He's a beefy dude. Yeah, he's a little the beefy. Because he was the, the last time I saw him. Movie. Like, oh, what no. are you talking about? We're talking about the... Uh, We're talking about the guy in the band. Yeah. That gave us oh, a okay. list. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> 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 I know you're talking about the fucking... No. Uh, next up, we get from Joe. Uh, we got The Omen. We have oh, The Exorcist. Okay. Re- got a little more religious religious area. <laughs> <Okay>. Right. Uh, <laughs> Phantasm. That's an older one. Okay. Uh, Evil Dead. Now, that can be either or. That can be... Because there was a remake. Technically, which has nothing to really do with the original, but it's still called Evil Dead. So I'm gonna take a wild guess and assume it's the original because, but I could be wrong. I don't know. Is no, it was actually it was actually produced by the same guy. Was it? Yeah. Yeah. No, just, was, I mean, like was, the it was idea. Actually, it was directly. It was a direct remake by the original. Yeah. Um, by the original. Um, hmm. What's his name? Uh, Sam Raimi. Bold decision. I'm going to remake my own movie. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, his last one is uh, Poltergeist. So, it's a classic. Oh, yeah. I love the Poltergeist series. Uh, those nothing are, nothing religious about that at all. That tube of uh, that tube of like body parts that like comes out of like <laughs> wh- wherever that girl was. <laughs> yeah. It's like arms and mm-hmm. random legs and Never just goop. Goop. <laughs> There's all kinds of movies I haven't seen, though. Uh, Bendy, last... Bendy Walls was a big thing in the 80s horror. Yeah. Uh, lastly, we have Ryan, uh, starting with The Nightmare on Elm Street. Again, no number. I'm going to assume the first one. Yeah. <clears throat> Not identify. Uh, go to the original. Johnny Depp's, <laughs> Pretty much. Johnny Depp's debut, actually. Uh, yep. Very true. Uh, the Hills Have Eyes. Now, yeah. 2000, 2006. So it is the Give remake. Me Give me baby. It technically is the remake. So... Which, I mean, they're not that much. I mean, they're different, but they're Oh, not so this like is the remake before the remake? Technically, yes. 2006. Huh. What year was the fucking original? 90-something. So you're talking about... Wait, say that year again, because I, I must... 2006. Remember. Okay, I thought you yeah. said... Like, I thought you said... Never mind, I don't know. Yeah, what no. Um, then we have Hatchet. I can't say I've seen Hatchet. that. Oh yes, I've seen Hatchet. The Hills Have Eyes, nineteen seventy-seven. Oh god, I was way off. Hatchet oh. was. Um, <laughs> no, I'm thinking Hitchhiker. I'm thinking Hitchhiker. Uh, Hitchhiker. Yeah, yeah, that was a pretty good one too, though. Uh, Freddy vs. Jason, which is a phenomenal movie. Yeah, that was that was interesting. That was sneaky. Okay. It like was, I went into it, was, it like thinking it was gonna be so stupid and I was gonna be angry with well it. Well done. It but, was well done, but they the ending was a little bit cheap. You kind of knew uh, that there they, was... I don't think they could have cashed in on one or the other. You know I know, I, mean? like, I they know. They would have lost like, people. Yeah, I guess, I guess maybe I'm just um, I'm just forwarding feelings from when I was younger and didn't understand these things. I don't know. Especially because Freddie Mercury never <laughs> even looked like that. You're right. You're very, very true. It's a mustache. That's why. Uh, lastly, we have... Crazy Fred, little thing called love, man. Friday the 13th, part 6. Oh. Uh, very specific. Wow. Mm-hmm. Took him a long time to get back to that one. Huh? <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> I'm trying to think. Two, three, four, and five are a real pile of crap. 
Yeah. So, uh, yeah, that's from the the boys at Machine Gun Mayhem. Thank you, guys. Um, I did speak to Ryan, asked if there's anything going on. He did say that they're doing a lot of recording for the album, as well as working on new material. So, that's from those guys. How come I'm not mixing it? They've been, uh, they've Call been, uh, me. That Poppy is a conversation COVID. that been, uh, I cannot help you with. They've been playing out, too. Unfortunately, those are dates that are past, so it wouldn't make sense to announce them on this podcast. Well, right. Yeah, no, the playing out is a thing again. You just have to know where to look. Yeah. Yeah. It's all about who you know. Like, Kevin Shields has been playing, like, every other weekend in Foxborough. Poor guy. He's got to drive to Foxborough. But he's got work, so I guess that's good. But I, mean, I love Foxborough. Oh, yeah, wait, driving there wait from... I'm thinking of Fox Woods. I'm yeah, sorry. It's yeah, I'm getting no. confused. Well, I like Foxborough, too. But <laughs> yeah, right. We're thinking... Only when we're winning. Like, think Gillette Stadium, like, oh, we're an hour away. Yeah, population 10 right now because the Patriots suck again. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah, right. welcome back to the 90s, kids. All right, we digressed. We're good. We got, a, we got a big one from the boys at Frenemy. Reach out to Mr. David Pottle. What's up, dudes? Dave! Which they did. He actually reached out, too, oh, and fuck. said that they do need to... Jump on an episode still because I know no. we, had, we did kind of. I can only that. send so many invites, Dave. Before, <laughs> before I say, okay, buddy, I get it. Or you say, TC, get over here. We need you. We're just busy. <laughs> we understand, but uh, just another quick shout out. I know it's probably been a long time since they released an episode, but Dave was formerly of the Darker Side podcast. Yes, he was. Maybe currently of the Dark Side podcast. I'm, I'm not sure. I'm not, I'm not sure their situation, seen. but those episodes are still out there. It's intriguing stuff. Mm-hmm. Go back to the early days when his uh, when his missus joined and she was giving. Yep. The psychological stuff It's cool mm-hmm. shit <laughs> Alright so We're gonna start with From John the Bassist Okay It literally says John the Bassist I didn't make that up I didn't. I wasn't cute or funny with that That's actually what it says His last okay. name is Bassist Shout out to episode <laughs> 5 His name if, is you wanna, if you wanna hear the funniest rant ever mm-hmm. Episode 5 Classic Alright so We start off with The Texas Chainsaw Massacre Okay Again, I'm going to assume original. There's no date or number huh. or whatever because there is a few. The original Leatherface. I'm going to assume. Uh, next up, we got Friday the 13th. Again, no date or number. I'm going to assume the original. So How about was, we just um, start assuming that, the worst one? Was the sixth, the one that said the sixth, was that Friday the 13th? One from the yes. previous? Okay, I just want to make sure. Six, yeah. I'm looking it up. I'm curious which one it was. So we're cool. Yeah. Go ahead. That was the mother one. That was your original. Yeah, like, number the one was the mom. And the most <laughs> awkward fight scene ever. It's just weird. Yeah. Oh, the... uh, Wait, no, no. Because, like, his mom, the the original one, because, like, the mom's the killer, but she's, like, trying to fight her, and it's just weird because the lady's older, and it's just... It's just awkward and very oddly choreographed. not as climactic as you would have expected, maybe. I heard that a lot. Next up. So, this (laughs) is an interesting one, as it looks like... So, I'm just going to read this whole thing, and you guys can figure it out from there. We have uh, George Romero's... Now, parentheses, night, dawn, day, land of the living dead, creep show, anything he has done. So I'm going to assume just all of Mr. Romero's catalog. Hmm. Or the, the first five you mentioned by, you know, the one varying name. <laughs> dawn, day, yeah. Yeah, there's five, yeah, and then he's uh-huh. anything else if you want to yeah. pick them, yeah, sure. Uh, then we got <laughs> the evil dead again, so we get another kind of... Uh, it's like people ask me, though, what's your Camber. favorite song? I'm like, Incubus. <laughs> Help. <laughs> uh, he also said everything and anything to do with it, Evil Dead. So I would assume as a whole. Okay. And then lastly, we have Hellraiser. 
Again, no, could be. I'm gonna maybe assume in this one the whole thing. Maybe so. I was a smidge too young for a Hellraiser because I never really got it. It, just, no. it wasn't as mainstream as the other ones. It, I still it kind of fell behind. About... It fell behind. Well, it um, wasn't. It wasn't as like. I don't want to use it the word popular, but it yeah, wasn't, it was it wasn't his, as mainstream. Exactly. It, it like, that's thing. Like, people are, like, running around, they just, this, like, run into, like, one of those standing dudes. This wasn't the, the one that your mom let you stay up and watch with your older brother or your older sister. No, this was way more fun. Well, maybe up. it's, like, the thing, too, because I never, like, went back to it either. Like, no, it was... Like, I saw it when I was younger, right, and it's just, so, like, I didn't get it, so I was just, like, I just walked one away and... Just Pick one up and watch it, and you'll understand. Like okay. You'll be like, yeah, I wouldn't have been able to watch this when I was fucking... I'm going to write that down. I have homework. Watch Hellraiser. Uh, I used to have the whole. Um, Everybody else seems to like it, so. Filmography <laughs> yeah, right. on my <laughs> computer. I used to have it. The uh, <coughs> so next up we actually have Dave himself, which is funny because we've actually well I've heard him talk about in the darker side that he's not a big fan of horror movies. He's not like he doesn't like the scary thing, like being scared. So okay, it's interesting. I want I was curious to see his. Uh, so it starts with uh, House of a Thousand Corpses. Which is I don't fun. like scary things, so it's let me go, just go shotgun and gore. <laughs> we all, we're all doing the Rob Zombie thing. We're Mind you, which is followed by Devil's Rejects. <laughs> okay. Well, maybe so. he likes the gore thing. He just doesn't like the scary thing. Maybe. Like, is it not scary to be chopped up into little pieces by... <laughs> maybe. Maybe you have a weird, like... It depends on how it's done, because I... Uh, uh, wait, wait, I'll tell you what my absolute favorite horror thing of all time is. Okay, wait your turn. <laughs> wait your turn. This one's interesting. <laughs> Cabin in the Woods. I loved that movie. That, I loved that movie. It's like it starts off like a typical like okay haunted house creepy cabin it, in the woods. Yeah, and, and it then goes, it just it goes, goes WTF like way fast. Have you seen it? It's that one where like we're like they're in the cabin, but you find out there's like a whole underground organization that bets on if these people are gonna get killed, and oh, they like yeah. pick they pick what at like creature whether it's like zombies oh so it's like a gambling movie pretty much yeah, yeah but there's more to it than that we, I won't I, I would just yeah so like leave it there let him, let him discover the rest if he's actually gonna watch it because I honestly you really should watch it. plus the, the fact right. that a unicorn impels somebody is right. pretty cool make, yeah that's pretty cool <laughs> cabin yeah, uh, we, the irony of the merman yeah, no. <laughs> make, uh, make it my homework cabin in the woods hellraiser okay yep do it uh, hereditary was next which we actually he actually did a episode on it so that was kind of follows that. That's a really good movie. It was. It's very disturbing. If, if you've seen <laughs> it's it, it's really good. Extremely disturbing. It is. It's just the imagery of it, and the, I don't remember a lot about it, but I remember it the being artsiness good. of it. Yeah. Uh, and yeah, then it was the um, what do you call it? The uh, cinematography was well done. I remember. Yeah, it was. Uh, the last one is uh, Witch, which that one is also very weird. Like the newest one? The one, well, the one, not the newest, but the one that like, like just VV, came out like VVH, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. With the came out like three or four years ago, something maybe? like that. Yeah. Wait, is that the one with the uh, little girl and the like? The, it's like an old the family. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And there's yeah. like a black goat. And yes. Like, yes. I just actually just watched that like a few months ago. A very, very. Str- I thought bizarre. it was cool. I thought Never it was cool. It was ne- again all imagery, like a lot of imagery. It was. Uh, I think that it was more idea placement than anything, yeah. and then like certain things coming around that you didn't expect them to, like mm-hmm. you know, like spoiler alert. <laughs> Oh, I don't know. I didn't know. If <laughs> gonna he was going to say it. Well, I was going for it. I was swinging for the fences. And he uh, to follow Dang up, it. we have... Uh, we're going to... Obviously, I we're going to... We're going right to get, <laughs> we're, we're get duplicates and triplicates and whatnot. So Keeping the flowers. Uh, so this is from Mr. Brian the Drummer. It starts up with The Exorcist. Classic. Okay. Yeah, classic. The Shining. Classic. Scary. Sneaky good. Uh, have you seen Ready Player One? Yes. 
I love that movie. Shining sort of built into it, which is awesome. Nice. Huh. That movie is so good. It is very good. It doesn't count as a horror movie, but it's so good. No. Uh, There's the, so many references. I'm just like, ah! the the, uh, the thing, which makes me wonder which one, because it was technically the remake. I would say the newest one was kind of dog shit, if I remember right. Yeah. I mean, the original one was Not to knock your choices, the, Brian. Well, so, I mean, technically you have, like, the original original, like, black and white. And then there was yeah, like the, 62. Was it, I forget which, was it John John Carpenter? Am I correct? Yeah. Is that who did like the sounds right. 1981 or something like that, where it's all the practical no effects. And I'm not going to pretend to know. 1982. John hmm. Carpenter yeah. and yes. Bill Lancaster. Yeah. Yep. Um, I'm going to assume that one because that seems that's the most popular one. So that would be my <coughs> guess. I obviously am not sure. Um, but I mean, they're all good. Yeah, 82. 82 is believable. I can I can see the 82. There's like a horrible um, remake of that, like in the late '90s. It was just like so dumb. It just like it like went straight to cassette tape. Yeah, it's <laughs> they don't, they're like don't even watch this. Just listen to the soundtrack and shut up. So uh, we have the Halloween, the Rob Zombie version, which yeah, that was a love it or hate it. I think for a lot yes. of people, um, I didn't mind it. One because John Carpenter amazing. didn't really want people to for Michael Myers to have a backstory, <laughs> and that's what it does. You know what I mean? Um, but if you want to know more about this specific movie, the fans of the dead for their Halloween episode, which is aired right now, they actually go over this. So if you want to sweet, see, I think, uh, you know, Michael Myers, he's not the Joker. He can have a backstory, right? (laughs) I watched that, uh, that Rob Zombie one. Uh, What are we talking about, buddy? Yeah. When most aren't paying attention. (laughs) No, that's, (laughs) I was trying. You mentioned like three in your intro. Okay, fine. Nope, I said I Halloween, dead. the fine. Rob what? Zombie version. Yep. <laughs> well, it scared the hell out of me. <laughs> Except your demise. <laughs> uh, the last is we have the remake of The Omen. So. Mm, okay. Mm-hmm. All right. Hey, yeah. Yeah. Sure. Okay. Uh, less specificity, up. that's good. It's like, it's like, it's like uh, no, no, it's not really exorcism. At all. No, specificity in, yeah. in the, uh, the, that's a, that's the version. A, say that five times fast, bro. Specificity. Exactly. I quit. I can say it once good every time. I'm not doing it five times. Fuck off. The last one is from Mr. Frank, the guitarist. And I'm just going to read this one out because it's more of a sentence as opposed to a list. Or should I say paragraph? As far as horror movies go, I'm into the usual classics. No remakes. I really like the first three Hellraiser movies and the Dead franchise. But I'm into psychological thrillers more than slasher movies. Mm. Example, Seven, Silence of the Lambs, mm. Eight Millimeter, etc. Eight Millimeter is a horror. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, psychological thrillers could be mm-hmm. considered a form of horror depending on how, how much they freak you out, I suppose. Yep. That's sort of subjective, I, I guess. Yeah, I There's definitely some disturbing. I mean, they're, by name, they're a different genre, but somebody, just another dude came up with that name or another girl. And I think I brought was... somebody on a date to see 8mm. I didn't really realize what I was walking into. Which one was 8mm? Yeah, I'm pretty sure I'm like, I saw 10mm. Oh, um, I never saw 8mm. If it's a movie I'm thinking of, it's got um, Nicolas Cage, and like he's uh, trying was... to find the guy who bought the snuff film. And he's trying to find who created it, because the, the guy's wife wanted to know if the girl is oh. actually dead. Yeah, I mean, and it's what? got um Joaquin Phoenix is in it. He's uh he's the porn shop. Yes, yep. Guy who ends up coming on the the adventure with him and gets gunned down later. No spoilers, by the way, I guess. <laughs> Doesn't get gunned down later. I'll watch it now. You can buy this movie you on Amazon for zero dollars and zero zero cents. 
Really? You said porn shop boy, and then you said he ended up coming it's on, and I enough. just didn't know where that was Once going. they hit a certain age, it's public domain. Yeah, it's true. Um, it's not a bad movie. Like it's a it's a good flick, but um, Silence of the Lambs though that's a, that's a great movie. It, it didn't age seen, well. It didn't age well, but like, um, well, Lecter's like, character yeah. is like Anthony Hopkins. Fantastic! It's so good. It's so good. I actually made a uh, Silence of the Lambs reference, a very, very awesome one, and I'm extremely proud of. And that new rap song that I just wrote. <laughs> I'm not gonna tell you all about it, but it's just great. It's just great. I I found a way to relate it to COVID, and it's just. I just like the craziness. Like he's like having conversations, and he like switches into like psychological profile. Mm-hmm. Then he'll like give more information, and then <clears throat> like he's messing. Oh, with yeah. the, he's messing with the senator. No, I think one of my favorite parts, uh, my favorite things that he said in all the movies, is the fact that he just had like normal loving parents. I'm just like that just made you more weird. Yeah, because usually that's it's not more mysterious. Like every yeah. psycho person has not yeah, he loving doesn't parents. Fit, he doesn't fit like uh, like an FBI profiling sort right. of situation. Oh, senator, <clears throat> love the suit. <laughs> the crazy eyeballs. Mm-hmm. Psycho. Anyway, <clears throat> sorry. Uh, we're gonna reach out to Lansing, Michigan. To a boys at Heart of Jordan. What's up, guys? Long time no speak. I up. know, right? Um, I forget what episode you're on. Sorry. I wish I knew any of these guys, but that's cool. Um, I'll go listen to you these all. These guys, uh, if, I know they released The Silence a while ago. I know they've been kind of talking about new single releases, stuff like that. So if you haven't followed them, keep an eye on them. They always get good stuff coming. Very talented dudes. Extremely. Uh, to start with them, they just gave a collaborated list of all together. Uh, so we start off with The Nightmare on Elm Street. Uh, moving on to It's Alive. It's Alive. It's Alive. Can't say that I... Let me see what we got here. 1979. Oh, yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. With that weird baby thing. Yep. I just, as soon as I saw the picture of it. 1974, yep. 74 horror film written, produced, directed by Larry Cohen. Probably seen it. John P. Ryan, Sharon Farrell is a couple whose infant child turns out to be a violent, vicious mutant. Mm-hmm. Ooh, damn. Uh, usually get that saw, uh, you know what I'm thinking of? I'm thinking of The Unborn. That was another one that was kind of like that. The basket case. fucked up. I don't know if this was a 2009. It's Alive 3, Island of the Alive. <laughs> Great. <laughs> it lives again. Oh, Jesus. Oh of course God. there's more. I like the Rob Zombie version. <laughs> but you do. It gives the backstory of the infant. <laughs> it's about 12 seconds long. It goes, about, it goes all the way back to Inception. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And Chlamydia. I'm just still tickled how he just just owned his own demise to, for, for himself. That was. Yeah, he's good like that. Welcome to the podcast. That's right. <laughs> That's right. Now uh, this next one. Running jokes. Running jokes. Is, for days. to be honest with you, probably one of the more disturbing ones that, as a personal level. But the Grudge. The mm. thing is, is is like Asian horror films are always. They're always ahead of the curve. They're so well done and they're so. Fucking scary! Like they just—they know what to do. They're very good at. And their population is so easy to help. scare. Their population is so easy to scare. They get afraid by everything. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That and, like the ring. Right the ear. ring was the same thing. It's just I, I don't like the ring. I haven't gotten there well since. Awesome. So. The ring was very good. I remember um, being in the theater with all my friends, and um, you know they saved the little girl, and then we all got to get up and. Kids' nose started bleeding. We're like, "Oh fuck!" Sat back down. <laughs> I remember. She never sleeps. I'm like, "Oh no." <laughs> a quick side note about the ring. The fun fact: if you have the DVD, I found this in a video game cheat code book. 
But if you, like, go down the menu of the DVD and you go all the way till the cursor disappears and you click on it, you can actually watch that video that they watched. I, I, oh, I, thought, it was right, I, I knew th- about that. I, I thought it was right in the menu. Like, I thought it was no, available. No, you gotta go, yeah. like, all the way down. Unless newer ones, but this is, like, when it first came Well, I'm out. a sicko. Like, I totally watched it. So, oh, yeah. like, <laughs> I don't know how I got to it, but I watched it. <laughs> I don't even have a well. I don't care. I used to make my friends watch it and then call the house phone. I'm pretty sure it's been seven, seven days. days. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we got Evil Dead again, and we got The Exorcist again. So... Thanks, guys. I appreciate the, the reach out. Notice, I notice there's not a lot of uh, new, new, oh, new. A lot of, yeah, a lot of old school ones. Everybody's into the classics. I think uh, This is why metal people are cool. Like We're way more cultured than you. <laughs> oh, wait, you're probably a metal person if you're listening. Sorry. I think a lot of people, I think, I'm, I'm not going to speak for anybody who's, who's um, you know, submitted their material so far, but some people I know, you know, can be just afraid of um, being ridiculed for liking something new instead of picking something old. Yeah. I can honestly give a fuck less, and you'll see that when I finally... Yeah, you know, like what you like. Just you know, mm-hmm. I just won't come over if I don't want to watch it with you. <laughs> Pretty much, yeah. I just won't watch it. Uh, next up, we actually have the boys at Fathom. Oh, wow. No offense, buddy. What's up, guys? Oh, whatever. <laughs> Alex, I'd like, to, I'd like to just thank you for putting all those videos on Facebook and not sending us any audio. Just kidding, buddy. I love you. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> I missed uh, that one. What so, up, guys? So they did it uh, slightly different. They actually did... Technically, they still did five, but they have five <laughs> members, so they did one for each member. Fair enough. Um, and you're lazy. Oh, <laughs> I'm just kidding. No, wow. Just kidding. wow. Um, no, we, we mean thank you, guys. We appreciate it. So Alex starts with Hereditary, and he actually does... A, I'll read verbatim from him. It's just a perfect combination of a dozen different horror influences. And I'm all about the supernatural and plots driven by ancient forces when it comes to horror movies. Torture <coughs> and gore have never done it for me. Cabin in the Woods and Get Out are close seconds. I've never seen Get Out, but I've heard very good things about it. It was excellent. I thought it was actually really good. Mm-hmm. Uh, moving on to Chance with a Z. Uh, his was Sinister, which is funny because last episode we discussed, and I think Marcus, you found... Uh, science research that Sinister was like the top one scariest movie or whatever, right? Science research. <laughs> I believe that was actually Mike from. Uh, was it his? I'm sorry. From uh, uh, fan, Fans of the Dead. Nope, I did not do any of that research Mike, because I apologize. That would, that would have meant <laughs> that, that was uh, you, buddy. That would have meant I did show prep. Uh, <laughs> so quoting here, he said, uh, "There are some really horrifying images slash ideas at work that stay with you longer than the actual plot or ending, and Christopher Young's score is frightening as hell." That's cool that you got the music involved. Who is that? To say that? Uh, chance. Trying to, oh, yeah, I think I know Chance. I don't know. I don't know a lot of some of the uh, new lineup. Oh. Moving on. Uh, next up, we have Brett. Now, please edit. His his movie is Lights Lights Out. Is lights it? Out. I think it's that one with that creepy girl, like when they shut the light off and you see the shadow and they turn around and it's gone. If I'm correct, I think that's the one. Lights Out. Uh, but okay. I'll, read, I'll read verbatim here. Um, what seems like a typical family possession movie at first has a handful of twists to keep you generally intrigued with the storyline throughout. Throw in some nicely executed jump scares, and you have yourself an all-around excellent horror film. Is this, did this like just come out? Like the first thing it came up was like movie show. Oh no, 2016. Okay. Yeah, it's it's newer one. Yeah. Who's that doing? Another person? <laughs> well, <laughs> apparently, if you're near right. the uh, theaters, Lincoln Mall. On right. 16, you can go see this at 7, 10 p.m. today. Oh, word. Which would be like four days ago. <laughs> Whatever. Uh, next up, Casey. Uh, I would say Carrie 
which is interesting because it's pretty old school and definitely a classic. Uh, he oh, quotes... There's a new carry. Yeah, technically. Um, I like it because it tackles bullying and because it's a Stephen King movie because he is the king of horror movies. It's true. And local. So yeah, he was he was pretty good back in the day. Uh, also, she has a hidden power to move things with her mind. So, Psychokinesis. It's a classic one. And a lot of blood. Pig's blood. Good choice, Casey. Fire. So many pigs. Didn't Stephen King come out and say that Maine has some of the finest weed he's ever smoked to write his novels? Probably. <laughs> Nothing to be surprised. Well, when I was watching the Rob Zombie version of Stephen King, <laughs> I, uh, oh, sorry. Uh, got the backstory. Yeah, got the backstory of Stephen King. Isn't that Castle Rock? Whatever. Uh, lastly is Dustin. Filmed in Athol. Yeah, true. <clears throat> Sorry. Uh, I'd have to say The Thing, because its practical effects make the body horror way more effective, and the setting gives you anxiety from the second it starts. So, believable. That's what I'm saying. Believable. Well, it has to be wait, believable. I would and assume it would be with the second, the John Carpenter version, I would assume. By what practical the movie? Effects, I was not. The angry. Thing. Oh, okay. I See, I've never seen them. It was Rob Zombie's The Thing. <laughs> you and your Rob Zombie. Right, let it go, bud. <laughs> get, your, get your Elsa let on and let it go, okay? Let it go. It's 9.31. Hold on, buddy. Hold on, buddy. I got you nope. covered. I clock's fast. <laughs> um, so technically, I get two more. Essentially, one to read, um, one to listen to, and then uh, TC will give us his... Um, Live host reaction. So this is going to be a lot of reading, and I apologize because Mr. Peter of Spider Gates and Plea of Insanity. Plea of Insanity. Thank you. You're welcome. Uh, so they pretty much gave Peter the the kind of like green light to just take over. So now this is a <laughs> disclaimer, okay, from his list. Uh, <laughs> I love the Evil Dead movies, The Exorcist, and The Thing, but I'm sure they'll get mentioned a lot, so I'm going to avoid them. He is so smart. He's, he got, he's right. Like, he just, like, saw the future of this podcast, and was like, I'm going to bring you guys in a whole different world. So, number one, Hellraiser, and I'll read verbatim. Uh, I know it's another popular movie, but I'm mentioning it because it has an impact on metal music. Bands like Behemoth and Dumer... How do you say that? Dumer Bourgier? Demi right? Bourgier. Demi Bourgier, thank you. <clears throat> Uh, have worn clothing similar to the Cenobites, and Doug Bradley has done a lot of spoken words for true. Cradle of Filth. I know the franchise had gone downhill. Guillermo... Guillermo? Guillermo del Toro needs to buy the rights and cast Doug Jones as the Chatterer. Or just hire Ron Zombie to do it. <laughs> yeah, he could. How, how it many del Toros are there? Because there's Benicio. Benicio del Toro and... I, know, I have no I, idea. Okay, they're okay, like, okay, fine. It's fine. They're like the Waynes and the Baldwins. I don't know. I know when the Bulls, they go Toro. Does that count? Sure. Right. Yeah, fine. <laughs> What's the uh, one, Bull Toro? <laughs> uh, next up, number two. That's the burrito, and they're delicious. The they're pe- a sleeping bag for ground beef. Mm. <laughs> the people under the stairs. <laughs> and rice. People under the stairs. Mm-hmm. Actually, that's, that's, that's a, a good cl- choice. A that actually is uh, that is a nice underground choice right there. Uh, uh, probably the cool- Unsung hero right there. Probably the coolest house in a horror movie ever. Uh, fun fact, it's the same house they actually used for Halloween. Really? For the Laurie Strode And it still beat Amityville, okay. It, it was already <laughs> there, so you might as well just go with it. Just paint it blue or something. Uh, traps, locked doors, secret compartments, and a basement filled with feral children. I love, love that they cast the married couple from Twin Peaks as the mother and father. It's considered a horror comedy. Weird. For Twin uh, Peaks? Wow. Horrority. Yeah. 
However, in another universe, like Bruce Campbell for. would have been awesome as the father. Bruce uh, Campbell. The best scene is when the father is shooting the walls in a leather gimp outfit. I can so see that, Bruce Campbell doing that. He probably does it normally. Not when I think every every uh, horror movie after like 1987 would have been great with Bruce Campbell as the father. Uh, also, <laughs> I think Bruce Campbell should be in everything. Seriously. The dog is evil. So evil. And <clears throat> and he quoted, seeing a dog die in a movie usually makes me sad. This movie is the only time this didn't happen. Fuck that dog. <laughs> I mean, I'd rather uh, not. I feel, uh, I feel you, his pain um, though. I can't. I can't. I can't watch animal abuse with it's, children. It's hard. Yeah. If you if you if you watch um, interviews with with most people that have worked with Bruce Campbell, especially uh, Ramy, they'll tell you he's one of the most dedicated motherfuckers on the job. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, remember like in um, in Army of Darkness when he had like the skeleton arms fucking coming yeah. out of his mouth and shit. Or, like there, he was like, he was literally obviously he was doing that, but like, just I don't know. I it creeps me out. <laughs> I can't think of. I can't think of. Uh, dealing with that and he probably did it for, I think he had to do it for like an entire day or like half a day or something I don't know I remember watching like all these documentaries on that um, the Evil Dead series Bruce Campbell's the man they created that whole army with what was it like uh, 11 even with Burn Notice I think it was no thir- 13 13 different models of skeletons and I hate Burn yeah. Notice that whole um, army yeah uh, next up, we have <laughs> The Silence of the Lambs, oh. which technically was brought up. Hello, Clarice. Uh But he quoted, Some may disagree with me and say that this movie is technically a thriller-slash-crime drama, but I will always consider this to be a horror movie. I like that it doesn't always show you the violence, allowing you to use your imagination, which can make it even more disturbing. I also like that the movie has a reoccurring theme that everybody has, quote-unquote, urges. In some cases, it's murder. In other cases, it's people flirting with Greece. Even her boss makes contact with her hand at the end, suggesting that he has feelings for her. And lastly, Hannibal Lecter is probably the greatest villain of all time. Buffalo Bill is also very scary in the context <laughs> of the movie, despite social media turning him into a meme. Now, mind you, this is technically I have a video here. Places but this is uh, in the basket. This is uh, Mr. Peter. You can hear this. Thanks, Peter. <laughs> that's that's what we all needed. I feel all warm mind inside. You, mind you, he has sunglasses on, and I got a whole face, so to go along with his with fear. Uh, <laughs> no, you got a you got a face hole. That was just a mouth. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so number four, this is an interesting one. This is The Exorcist Three. Yeah. Hmm, okay. An interesting one. Uh, is that is, the straight to DVD one? I don't remember. <laughs> uh, this is probably my favorite horror movie. The scenes where George C. Scott and Brad Dorif talk, talk are some of my favorite movie moments of all time because Dorf rivals Al Pacino in his ability to yell. Dorf is awesome. You know uh, who Dorf is, right? Steven uh, Chucky. Dorf. Chucky. Oh, okay. Same guy. Yeah. That, that makes sense. That, that's fair. Um, it also has one of the weirdest dream sequences ever featuring Fabio... And Patrick Ewing, Ewing, sorry, Patrick, Patrick Ewing, 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 yeah. uh, Ewing as angels, as well as Sam L. Jackson saying, "The living are dead." 
This Living movie, or dead, motherfucker. I was just going to say, <laughs> right, he end with that? Does he yeah. end with that? Uh, this movie also has one of the scariest scenes ever. I won't spoil it, but if you're curious, Google Exorcist, I'm sorry, Exorcist 3 hallway scene. The tension is horrible, and the payoff is amazing. We have one more to follow him. Uh, Mr. Boogity? B-O-O-G-E-T-Y? Bugatti? I woke up I in a new the... Bugatti. No? Okay. Mr. Boogity. Boogity, boogity, yeah, I guess that's how you'd say that. Yeah, boogity. boogity. Boogity, yeah, whatever. Boogity boo. Uh, I will always love this Bobbity movie boobity. because it was the first scary movie I have ever seen as a kid. Even though it was made by Disney, I think it still holds up. It also has a good cast, featuring the actor who played Stan in the original It miniseries, as well as Elizabeth Shue, Bud Bundy from Married with Children, and Kid, I'm sorry, The Kid from Elf, and John Astin, who plays uh, Gomez in the Adams Family. If you've ever seen it and you're an adult, you might think it's cheesy, but your kids might like it. If you have Disney Plus, give it a try. I don't, um, it sounds a little familiar, but I don't remember anything about it. Yeah, it doesn't ring any bells. None of my bells have been rung. On a scale from one to even, I simply can't. But thank you, Peter. I appreciate the, the long... Awesome uh, job, man. The nice. long Peter. Awesome long, job. The long Peter, yes. <laughs> long <laughs> Peter. Good listening. Thanks for the long Fabulous Peter. explanation. Yeah, no, definitely, definitely. Fabulous. So our, our last uh, submitted one was actually an audio clip, which was nice of her. Uh, the fabulous lead singer of Forever Still, uh, Maya Shining from Across the Pond, uh, sent us her list of her uh, movies and whatnot. So, for your listening pleasure, we'll uh, let her speak for us. Hi, Maya. Oh, hi. Hi, I am Maya of Forever Still, and I'm happy to be here today for a spooky episode and talk a little bit about my favorite horror movies without spoiling them for you guys. So, overall, I'm not a big horror girl, so to say. But when I do watch horror movies, my go-tos are always psychological horror movies. I don't get a big kick out of slashers and jump scares and that kind of stuff. I prefer getting that uneasy feeling with the twists and turns and, you know, never knowing exactly what's going on. It Follows is one of the more recent horror movies I've watched and it's a rather recent independent movie too, also a psychological horror movie. So, okay, if somebody had explained like the plot of It Follows to me before I had watched it, I would have never seen it because it sounds so insanely cheesy. So I'm not even going to explain it to you either because I don't want to turn you off this movie because it's actually pretty good. But what it does for me is not the plot in particular, it works fine uh, for that premise, but it's the way it really conveys this uneasy feeling that you're never alone because obviously it follows you. So, <laughs> you know, that feeling that something is going to jump you at any moment. And uh, yeah, apart from that, both the color scheme and the soundtrack makes this movie like e even more appealing. Uh, and to, to follow Maya's sort of wishes, we won't spoil it as well, but if you've seen it, you, you know what she's referring to, in a sense, of, of what is following people and how this uh, entity has traveled through the 
uh, physical mm-hmm. body. Metadata. Yes, exactly. <laughs> Metadata. <laughs> well, don't little. Uh, it's, a, it's a good one. It's 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 more sort of recent, I guess, <clears throat> 2014. Um, yeah, it was big for a little bit when it first came out. Like it was, it was a different idea. Like something definitely not in your cookie cutter of horror movies, but uh, a good choice. It was during a uh, a big outbreak of uh, like these new ideas based on. Uh, I think there's a lot of uh, movies coming out on social media around then. That were yeah, 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 like unfriended and all Unfriend, those. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, swim fan. Swim fan, yes. Circa 1997. God. God. Dude, that guy, so the guy that was in the movie was in I Hope They Serve Beer in Hell, and his role was absolutely fantastic. If you've never seen it, not a horror movie, but if you've never seen it, definitely watch that. That's a Tucker Tucker Max story. Shall we continue? Please. I could let let them... Antichrist is an intensely uncomfortable psychological horror film by none other than my country brother Danish Lars von Trier. Um, when I first watched this movie I accidentally started it without sound on and I think it took me about five minutes in to realize that it, it needed sound on. Um, I honestly I just I couldn't tell and if you've watched any Lars von Trier movies you already know to expect like anything and everything. So uh, this movie starts out very intense, like I already had that uncomfortable feeling within the first couple of minutes and chills down my body. And then from then it um, it just gets worse. Yeah, it um, it's a very artistically executed and shows the struggles of depressions in, depression in a very like blunt, brutal and also very like symbolic supernatural way. And it just makes you want to cover your eyes. But at the same time, you can't. Um, I've never seen this movie. I'm not sure of it. Is and it the Willem Dafoe one? Uh, I actually missed the title. What did she say? Antichrist. Antichrist. It's, it's, it's a straight up Antichrist. Willem okay. Dafoe. I'm pretty sure. Uh, that sounds and I can right. Think of, I can think of a scene was probably one she had in mind when she was saying from there it gets worse. Yeah, because I'm just reading like an article and it's literally starting with the with explicit explicit sex and scene of female genitalia mutilation. Yep. I want to assume oh, that female. it rolls not around that female. area. No, there's... Oh, man. Like I said, there's one scene... No, I'll thank never, you. I'll never forget in my entire life. I've only seen the movie once. It's all I needed. <clears throat> you know, and, and also thank you, Maya, for doing the audio because I would not have been able to say Lars von Trier the way you did because I am horribly American <laughs> and... Movie is actually banned. I mean, I'm Polish, but I can't speak it, so... I'm very good at being American. <laughs> movie is actually banned in France. Yeah, Over its sexual and viol- violent content. Me. I couldn't believe I like I was seeing what I was seeing. I had never seen anything like that in the movie. It had a budget of $3.4 million. I'm pretty sure, yeah. I'm pretty that's, sure there's... That's huge. I'm pretty sure there was full penetration in that movie, if I remember correctly. <laughs> I, lo- I, love, I love going down... Uh, for it? Antichrist, a work of genius or the sickest film in the history of film? <laughs> I suppose it's all and, and, in the art. You know what? It's, I think the only you reason they the allowed... Judge. The only reason the full penetration was allowed because none of it was even remotely sexy. Not even a little. It was the worst. Moving on. I can't even repeat the fucking scene that I'm talking about. Yeah, please don't. <laughs> Thank you. All right, next up, Mayo. <laughs> thanks, thanks for that. Now I have to think about that. I want to play a game. 
Saw is a movie that hardly needs any introduction at this point after becoming like wildly successful and expanding with no less than I think six or seven successors or something. It was like one of the first horror movies that I watched which really did something for me when I first saw it as a very young teenager. So Saw 1, if like somehow you haven't seen it, <laughs> it takes place uh, in this one room for practically the entire movie. And it still managed to keep it interesting, which I think is a feat on its own. So I don't know if it's true, but I heard that the two guys who made it, they could only afford this one room and thus made it the premise for this whole movie and they made it work. I remember just being super intrigued with this whole puzzle styled horror movie, which was very new to me, at least at this point. So not knowing what was going on and being as confused as the two guys trapped in that one room. Um, oh yeah, and then the twists. I love twists. Uh, we discussed this, I think. Someone, one yeah. of us had it. Me. Was it you that had yeah, it? Okay, because yeah, we discussed like the one room I and the small the budget. And, yeah, yeah no, I agree. And it's that twist at the end that really, yeah. like... that literally, like, the whole movie building up, you think it's, like, a classic, like, everything else that's come out in the last mm -hmm. ten years. And, just and then up. they hit you with that, and you're like, uh... <laughs> that was, exactly. I mean, that was, that that whole premise was the pinnacle of why Saw became so successful, right. I think. Alright, that's still not the scariest part of the movie, though. The scariest part of the movie was the, the, the closet. Not in the apartment, either, but... Oh, the, the pig one? The pig no, part? No, no, the oh, other one. Oh, no, I don't remember the other one. The, the little girl... Who's like in her... Okay, anyway, moving on. Maybe, I don't remember. It's been so <laughs> I long. Don't remember, I don't remember that either. That's weird. <clears throat> what? Closet. Closet. Dude, he kidnapped... Closet. He, to kidnap him, he had to get the wife and daughter down or whatever, and he's hiding in the girl's closet in the bedroom. Oh. He, like, jumps out at her. That's right. That's yeah. right. You're right. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, yeah, no, the closet with the apartment guy, when he takes the flashes of the camera, that was... The pig thing, yeah. Oh, dude, the build-up to that. I was like, why did something from the village just jump exactly. out of his closet and kill him? Literally the M. same thing. M. Night thing. made Saw? Well, <laughs> like, yeah. there, what the hell? There is a twist in it, so we never know. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, right. One of his many masterpieces. <laughs> yeah. Sort of kind of. Jeez. Next. Next. Room 1408. Note that if you add the numbers together, you get 13. Spooky. So, you've already been warned in the title. This is another movie I watched in my teens, and maybe that's why it, it hit me pretty hard. Um, I don't know what it is about this movie, but I've never gotten such a horrible nightmare from a movie as an almost <laughs> grown-up as I did from this one. So, this was in my later teens. Um, this is another psychological horror movie. Well, I told you guys this, uh, these are my go-tos and thus my favorites. And it's based on a book by none other than the horror king himself, Stephen King. Um, this movie follows a skeptical author who investigates this allegedly haunted room in a hotel. But as we all know, allegedly in horror movies means most definitely super duper haunted. And this is no exception, of course. Um, this sounds like a very basic premise for any horror movie, but what this movie does so well is that tense feeling 
and watching the main character slowly losing his shit while you do the very same thing. Um, the repetitiveness of some of it just made it really... Oh, yeah, that, that part made me very... Um, running out of English words. But like I said, truly the worst movie nightmare that I can recall having. At least if you don't count the countless Jurassic Park nightmares when I was a kid and insisted on watching dinosaur movies. It's so long ago. I can't remember. I can't. Like, I'm trying to, like, it's like, wait a minute. She's describing so, this. Like, I have seen this. I was going to mention it because she's, uh, and she actually kind of said what I was thinking was uh, something. She said something about um, something about it gave her awful nightmares or whatever. And I was thinking in my head at the time, like, uh, was probably the uh, the amount of almost jump scares you got in that movie. Yeah, they never like finished all of them, and like and then she mentioned the repetitive repetitiveness, and that was like kind of it kind of goes hand in hand with that mm-hmm. a little bit. That, that fucking it, kid in the air duct, man. Yeah, <clears throat> yeah. that shit just yeah. fucking that fucked with me. I don't know why. Like if I remember anything from that movie, it's like oh yeah, like <laughs> his his wife and daughter, like all shit have whatever. But then like fucking kid in the air duct, dude. Like mm-hmm. that just. The fucking running weird, mm-hmm. like no, Isn't there okay. that one, um, that not, one, not happening. That one, uh, was it the one bellhop or whatever that, uh, or ex bellhop? He was a manager. The, the black dude in the movie, I think it was. It may not have even been that movie, but that's what I remember. There was Sam like, Jackson, the one person that remembered, like, or he believed that 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 room was haunted mm-hmm. or something. And he was like talking to the current manager, and the current manager's like, "Ah, oh, shut up, whatever." I only ever saw that movie once. I have no idea. I just, there's very minimal things that I remember about it. <clears throat> they played on TV a lot, I haven't so I seen, it a lot of mind times. Mind you, I haven't seen John Cusack in movies for quite a long time. Long 2012 was the last to. one I remember him in. Yeah. 2012? He's still living yeah. off the residuals from all of his classics. Probably. Yeah, he's fucking... Fun fact about 1408 yeah. is actually when I went to... It was for a big birthday party. It was actually your sister's, one of your sister's birthday parties. Uh, we stayed in a room, and across from the hall was actually 1408. I have a picture... Oh, and it's, I think it's on my Facebook or whatever, but yeah, it actually 1408, like, it's the exact room. It's one of those things, like, the numbers start to follow you. Yeah, it's, it's like, fucking weird. Yeah. They're, not, they're not 13 floors because of superstition. It's like, mm-hmm. floor you on, 14. No, you're not. <laughs> Jump out the window, you'll die earlier. It's true. <laughs> it's true. Yeah, take a deep breath earlier. <laughs> Mitch Hedberg references. It's coming quick. Mm-hmm. Actually, mm-hmm. that's two Mitch Hedberg references I made right. so far. Mitch Hedberg was awesome. He was I wanted to include a Korean horror movie because they're attached to some really fond teen memories for me. So once in a while I would meet up with this friend and we'd go to the video store together and pick up a random Korean horror movie. It had a section like specifically for that. And then go get burritos, always burritos, (laughs) from the same place. And then go to her place and enjoy both. Now, where American horror movies often rely on this in-your-face terror and jump scares and gore, the thing that Korean and, well, Asian horror movies in general do so well is focusing more on the things that you can't see, thus making it so much more scary, at least in my opinion. One of the movies I remember is A Tale of Two Sisters where this young girl returns from a mental hospital to her family home with her sister, but nothing is as it should be. So, is she just crazy or is something else really going on? Go watch it and find out. 
Thank you so, so much for listening to my top five horror movies. Once again, I'm Maya of Forever Still, and we just launched Patreon, where we let you get behind the scenes for songwriting and so much more, and let you listen to our demos before they're released to the rest of the world. So go check that out at patreon.com slash forever still. Thank you, Maya. Um, yeah, I mean, like brought up earlier, like great. Asian film, like horror films are the scariest shit. They ever. seem to like set the tone they for do, what they do very well. Like at that's it. what I was thinking about when you had mentioned earlier when you talked about the ring and the grudge and everything else. It was mm-hmm. like yeah. those were like that's those were like the Asian idea like films that mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. we actually went to school with a girl that was in the grudge. Really? Yeah. That's nice. Ellie Scott. She was a uh, she was an extra in that movie. Yeah. Oh shit. That's yeah. fun. That's fun. Her yeah, uh, her dad was like stationed in Japan at the time, and she was just an that extra. When they, yeah. <laughs> like, huh? Well, great. Um, as for the tale of two sisters, I can't say that I've seen it. Nope. Um, but I can only imagine. <laughs> to be honest with you, I mean, judging by the front of this, like the uh, theatrical release poster, yeah. <laughs> but yes, thank you, uh, Maya. I know we were back and forth for a little while getting everything uh, for this, but. Um, if you guys haven't heard of Forever Still, please, please check them out. Please. You, like, three rooms over, even though there isn't one. All right, so all the fantastic participation that we had, we had uh, a lot of write-ins, we had the uh, the audio sent by the, uh, the lovely Maya, and now we actually have the live... Uh, words are hard. <laughs> the, the, list? The, the live list opinion... Of Mr. T.C. Polk. Roses are red, mornings are tough, coffee. All right, T.C., you know the rules, man. We need five horror movies. Yeah, yeah. So um, I, have to, I definitely have to, um, and I, I don't think I would have thought of this before, so I'm glad that somebody brought it up, which was uh, Cabin in the Woods. Absolutely one of my definite favorites. Strange. Uh, just for the, yeah, it's weird, and it's, it's original as fuck. And uh, it, it keeps the creepy factor, even though it's got a lot of comical and very, like, typical factors. So, like, it brings in a lot of those, um, those uh, what do you call them, the, you know, uh, stereotypes. Yeah. Um, but that's the whole thing, is you find out later that that's actually part of the whole plot. Mm-hmm. So, as you're watching this going, all right, this, I mean, is, this generic, is way too like... traditional, like, to be anything. And then you find out that's kind of part of it. And I don't want to give away too much, but... Um, I had to at least throw that in there somehow. Although, I do want to point out a scene that doesn't make sense to me. And you, you'll follow me because you've seen it before. But there's a part where wait. the girl's being attacked by a werewolf on the dock for, like, ten minutes. And it shows, like, blood. It doesn't show up, but it shows, like, blood everywhere. And you're like, okay, cool. And then somehow she's, like, not dead. And I'm just like... right. Yeah, I you. Don't know. I'm very confused here. Like, there's been a you? really weak werewolf that was <laughs> just be hitting like, the right arteries that weren't it's killing just like, her. She's fine. Like, and then I'm like, it, like it went on, it went on. Like, you only it nicked kept the going. It's like okay, Nick. Yeah, something. no, that is that is. Uh, that was the only scene that I was bothered by. Of all I the, think like, I think my favorite scene that like kind of like ruined Christmas for like a few minutes <laughs> in that movie was the uh, biking across the gap. <laughs> yes. Oh my. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That was a sad story. <laughs> sure was. And that's how that hero ended. Mm-hmm. So anyway, yeah. Yeah. Much. Spoiler alert. Um. So um. Uh, what was I thinking here? Because I want to. 
I do. I definitely have my my number one in mind. So I'm obviously going to save that for last. But um, I'll jump on with Evil Dead because it was just so original for its time and uh, very very well done. I mean, you can watch it now and like nothing. None of it looks even mildly realistic. But that's the thing is, it was. I don't know. Did they do that like slightly campy, like on purpose? I mean, it, it is a time sure. thing too, because it was in the eighties. Yeah, and that's the thing is like but that, that that scene where he like like does the camera thing and it like flies through the woods. Oh yeah, like that was that new. was original. Yeah, that, that was all new. That's never been anything like that before. But like which a lot cool. of the uh, special effects, I mean, they were like homemade. It's all practical of, stuff. Pro- yeah, it was all even, practical even stuff. Even like if you go to Army of Darkness, <laughs> all those skeletons are all. But that's just, the thing. After that, they became a campy. Um, you know, they cashed uh, in on it. No. Yeah, basically they you know they uh, they just took it and ran with it and, mm-hmm. and became very successful actually Army of Darkness believe it or not was the first one I saw out okay, of that yep. um, so I want to include that I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to have to include Army of Darkness because yeah. that was the first of the series I'd ever seen even though it is technically a comedy horror um, it could be scarier to younger kid I mean I saw it when I was I think me and my brother found that we randomly saw it and we knew mm-hmm. nothing about this back then we would just go and pick out horror movies um, you know on the weekend and we saw this movie and we're like, ah, about this one? And we checked it out and it was like, it was like hilarious. We thought it was hilarious. It wasn't even that scary. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think I, I don't think I could have been more than like 10 years old uh, watching this movie. But um, just the stupid like punny humor and stuff like that. And Bruce Campbell, I mean, he makes everything great with his, he does. With his dumb shit. <laughs> his chainsaw hand. We love mm-hmm. you, Bruce. Yes. Bruce Campbell's the man. Oh, what was I watching? Uh... Oh, shit. Using every Spider-Man too, so um, Tremors. Kevin Bacon. I gotta say Tremors because uh, mainly because of the the memories of it. Like that's, got, cult- that's one of the original You'd be like movies of a that I ever saw. Hole in the desert. Cra- crazy <laughs> cult following for Tremors. Yeah. Seriously, yeah. Like, I just you. saw the most recent one yeah, two nights ago. Isn't there like eight of them or now? That's now. Like- it, the crazy I mean, guy, there's at least like six or seven. The crazy guy just made like generations and generations of those movies. I think six was the one that just came out. They're all the same Yeah, thing, six too. was the one that just came out. I don't think Giant they're making any more. Giant thing in the ground. I don't Giant think they're, thing in the ground. <laughs> I don't think they're making any more. Um, but, uh... So, sequels, man. Sequels. Which just made me think of that. Because um, I actually... We're supposed to tie to something else. So I'm trying to get re- regain my uh, regain my thought process. I just here. remember that. Well, yeah, talks amongst spoil- you. Actually, spoiler, spoiler alert! Up. I just remember go ahead, that. Go ahead. That okay, <laughs> it's like a 30 year old movie. So if you haven't seen Tremors, it's your own fault. But the <laughs> the thing exploding out of the side of the mountain mm-hmm. and then land, I was like, whoa, like that. Like I don't know why, but like it just. Oh, and that became like it a theme so for the unnatural. future mm-hmm. It looks so unnatural and so like. Like what the hell did I just watch? Like it was partly like <laughs> well, bad it, engineering and also like and it worked what? though because they they made it very clear early in the movie that they fucking stunk like high hell. Oh yeah. So it kind of made you gag at the same time because everyone's mm-hmm. like, "Yeah," with their fucking mouths open like at the sky. It's like, "What are you doing?" And to uh to follow <laughs> along to keep talking so TC can can get his stuff together. <laughs> uh and also, we have uh, so we're aware of like the Sharknado idea, like that whole thing. Ugh. So they have a new one coming out called Arachnoid, Arachnado. Yeah. So it's uh, spiders. spiders. I've also got whatever you're. Which I feel like is more dangerous than <laughs> sharks out of water. It's scarier. Just saying. 
It's more likely. What was it? I was actually thinking of my last one. Arachnado. Arachnado. This is a new one that's coming out. Fuck that. Fuck <laughs> it. Tornado I bullets? hate spiders. Fuck bro. that. No, I don't have a phobia. They are my least favorite things, though. Eight-legged freaks definitely... freaks me out. Not gonna lie. It's, it's not like if I'm in a room with a spider, I fucking run flailing. Like if fun. A, I'll so kill I a girlfriend. Before I don't you care. go, so there was this meme that I found, which is pretty funny, and it's like, like a um, person, you know, destroys spider web, and the spider says, "Wow, thanks." And then Halloween shows that person puts up fake spider. I'm, oh, wow, thanks. <laughs> <laughs> no, I got four words for my ideas on spiders. All types of nope. That's it. That's all I got to say. Anytime you bring up like the Sharknado movies, I can just all I can remember is Tara Reid being on the like doing a news interview and saying that could a Sharknado could actually happen. <laughs> like if you really think about it. Holy fuck. These are, watching, are, are we watching Legally Blonde? Or? These are the people we call influencers. <laughs> and thank you for influencing us so <laughs> real happenings, yeah. eloquently. At least there's one person on the planet that's drinking more alcohol than I have. That's, yeah, right? that's all. So I'd say... Um, Aussie? <laughs> so this is actually... Uh, this worked <laughs> out two. that uh, my number two and number one are actually... Uh, are, are Gary Busey. So number two being um, House on Haunted Hill. Okay, the original... Right? Because like another... No, the one with Lisa Loeb in the beginning. Okay. <laughs> she was the... Uh, if nobody remembers, she was actually the uh, the interviewer, the uh, the anchor woman. Gotcha, yes. That was interviewing um, Vincent Price at the beginning. It's a fun movie. That is, yeah, Price. no. It, well, the thing was, okay, so this was the first time that I can think of that you saw the really fast movement the in the in the evil things. Yeah, the creepy Mind you, I the love wicked Vin- fast, Vincent Price. Vincent Price. Phenomenal. Yeah, he's great. He's great. And his wife was a bitch. She was an awesome bitch. Who was also pretty hot in the movie. Um, but no, the, what got me was the uh, the first time I saw that fucking freak out movement by the, yep. you know. That's right. Yeah, that's the thing, isn't it? And that was the first time I'd seen that. Can anyone think of anything prior to that that had done that sort of thing? Nope. Groundbreaking. It, no, it was fucking crazy. So there was that. And um, it also had, what was it? What's her name? Um, Veronica Vaughn from... Billy Madison. So hot. Want to touch the hiney? Correct me if I'm wrong. House on Haunted Hill is the one. Like he had like the the theme park. Yeah. And like they were like, there's something wrong with uh, it was his, like, uh, what, the wife's like, birthday. The yeah. track breaks and the cart flies off. They're all watching. It's oh like, yeah. That's like yeah. The guy's head keeps falling off. Yeah. Like, like yeah. It was it was a it was a uh, cart full of dummies or whatever. Yeah. They they made it look like it was like going to be the people next. And it's like I don't see the problem. Yeah. <laughs> Go on. So, um, my number one, um, <clears throat> this is not actually a movie. You guys can hate on me all you want. Okay. So, um, I have to look up, uh, I would have to look up which episode it was. I was going to do it earlier. I forgot. But, um, the, actually, ironically, it has a similar name. Uh, was it a Haunting of Hill House? Yeah, actually, we, we've discussed this Haunting of Hill House, but specifically, um, I believe it's episode five or six. This is the Bent Nick Lady? Yes. That ruined that ruined lady. my life for weeks. Yeah, that episode because that such of, a good show though. Like, dude, so listen, I I don't I don't think I've ever seen, I I've never seen a twist so perfectly splendid. <laughs> splendid, eh? So fuck all like scary executed. Like it was just it was insane. It was insane. Like the build up to that, and then like um, 
when they started revealing like all the different layers, like mm-hmm. how everything yes. was so yes. together. Yep. That's and what it was. It was like, and then like you start getting the episodes where it all just comes together, was, like the broke neck lady where it goes like. I was cringing when the mother was putting the. All right, so spoiler alert because I have to talk about this. I have to get this off my chest. It's like it's like three years old. It's not our fault. Yeah. That's fine. It's fine. <clears> Whatever. Good. I'm We're just good. saying. I'm you know I'm being a good boy. I still have friends that haven't seen it, but don't listen. Uh, Earmuffs. So, yeah, no, what you said, but I was already cringing when the mother was, like, putting the fucking necklace on her. Because I knew that wasn't going to be no necklace. We all knew it was going to happen. And then fucking, all of a sudden, she falls, mm-hmm. breaks her neck. And I was like, I thought that was it. I was like, oh. And then, all of a sudden, she, like, starts to shake and fucking drops. And, like, just that alone, like, having the shaking first and then the, the drop. Like, that mm-hmm. effect, I was like, I knew something else fucked up was coming. And I was like, oh, hell no. I saw the first scene they went into was the fucking, um, I think they went in reverse order, right? Uh, they went back in age. Yeah, all yeah. the way. It went yes. back in yeah, order yeah, 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 to the right. first time she yep. saw the bedneck lady. And just like after the um, the first fall, I knew that every time she fall, that was what's going to happen. I was like, oh, my fucking God. Yeah, let, let's put all this together for you. So, Yeah. <laughs> I, seriously, the hairs are fucking standing up in my arm. I swear to God, I get piggyback on that show. The one that the, the the episode of that show that really got me was the one with like the sister's funeral. Oh yeah, and like the whole thing was like in the funeral. It was like one shot. The camera just kept like panning back and forth, and like and all like, like all the up interactions. In the nice catch. I didn't even pick up on that. Mm-hmm. Oh, all the interactions because it just kept going back across the body, back to this room, and then like it oh, they yeah, never okay, broke. So it never broke, and then like at the end, it's the whole like episode? it's the little girl. At no, the end, the it's like one. I'm right here. Yeah. It's like <laughs> it's like God, it was fucking creepy. There was, man. I mean, there were so many good moments in that show, though. There's so many that good show moments. Was, that show was well. I didn't love the ending. Yeah, it's didn't love the final. Those, it's just one of those ones that doesn't have any like. It's like damn, they couldn't finish it. Like, Fuck, I mean, man. Like, exactly. Like, like they, they, it doesn't have like that kind of like. No, I Disney think ending, I mean it was it was always described as a show that was going to be. A bit dramatic as well. Mm-hmm. Wasn't so wretched. It, it was. It, it was a horror drama sort of it. thing. But um, have you seen the? Have you watched the new one at all yet? No, I haven't watched it yet because okay. I don't have anybody to watch it with. <laughs> That's fair. <laughs> I'm not even kidding. Like it's, I'm not, dude. Like I am. I'm. It's not even. I'm a horror guy. As scary as it's not even. No, they definitely didn't get the. No. Did you get through the whole series? Yeah. You said it's not okay. No, it's, no. It's, not I don't even. think they're gonna. I'm like they're not gonna top that Nick Lady. There's, there's they a few. There's a few parts. But no. it's not even. If you want to, well, if you want to complain about anything as a if show, it's like, s- I won't. I won't spoil anything. But like the last two episodes, the second to last episode is like, what the fuck are we watching? Yeah, it was like black and white. It's <laughs> like you had to. Yeah. They never mind. I, I can't say anything no, else because we like, won't, it, we won't it will just no. Yeah, just... I mean, you kind of knew that that was going to happen with the second series. That, I mean, the first one was such a fucking masterpiece, and I mm-hmm. honestly, you guys weren't a big fan of the. I thought it was fine the way it ended. I mean, uh, I just didn't love it. I didn't love it. It was just like mm-hmm. I was like, it well, was you were fine. Gonna get, uh, like, I think uh, it's more because we wanted more. Like we it was. I actually more. thought it was well done. And here's why: because a lot of times you're either expecting the the uh, really crazy, scary ending where the bad guys win, or the opposite where the good guys win. It was really neither or. It was just fucking odd. I mean, to be fair, it had like dad yeah, stayed, went back to the house <laughs> and stayed with dead mom to be fair. Like, <laughs> for eternity. Well, I mean, it had a, like it had like a little bit of closure to it, kind of. Yeah. Well, it, no, it had plenty of closure, but <laughs> well, yeah, it was, can't it, go was anymore. <laughs> it was actually a, a mix of the two. It wasn't like I mean, the house kind of won because yeah, got, exactly. the house got dad back. If they had another half hour, they're the probably going to show us how that was tied. 
good Elliot. that happened the whole time. A good uh, Elliot honestly, back I, in, in I his Reese's. I wasn't at all. Honestly, the... All right, you, all right. You know, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Yeah, what is he scary? you got to watch Coraline. Moving on. Coraline. <laughs> Coraline. I actually never saw Coraline. It's a child show, and it shouldn't Strange. be. <laughs> yeah, it's well, it's a show? I thought you were talking about the... Um, oh, yeah, movie. The yeah. Mo- okay, okay. Well, now, you want to talk about shows. I do want to bring up real quickly, because when you were talking about shows... And for some reason, I don't know why I thought you were going to go to it, but if you've seen, like, Doctor Who, if you've watched any of those... Doctor Who? Doctor Who, yeah. No. No? So there's, this is a Weeping Angel episode. And that was the one that I was told originally, like, since I liked horror movies, is to start with. But essentially the idea is there's these angels that cover their face. Mm. And when you turn away from them, they move towards you, essentially, mm. to kill you. But when you turn back, they're just they're stone, but they're closer than they were before. Wait, didn't, just, they, didn't they have those in Ghostbusters? <laughs> those, were you, no. I remember uh, Mario 64. Well, every Mario after three had yeah, those. Yeah, that was like <laughs> the idea. And it was just, it was mad creepy. Like, it's, yeah, no, actually, those mm-hmm. things used to freak me out when I was a kid. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. It's almost like uh, The Shining. I still played. Where they have the, the part with the, the, um, <clears throat> the animal, like... Plants out front. They're like the big, like the giraffe. Oh God! You know what? Then, like, I think I only watched that front to back one time. So I yeah, but there's the part like they have the long. snow on it, and then they turn away and it comes back, and all the snow is like shaking off of it, and it's like a big giraffe, like yeah. fern or whatever. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's fucked up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Trick or treat. Well, very Smell good, very feet. good list by all participants, and thank yeah, you guys. No, thank you all. I appreciate he- it. Heavy metal artists share heavy. Scary movies. <laughs> Every scary movie. They, they didn't quite know where I was doing and shows. with that one. Uh, but Paul Blart. <laughs> How does that work? We got one more order of business, and then we're done for today. So let's go drink some beers. All right, to keep up with the theme of the uh, the Halloween theme that we're Hell going, yeah. I went to uh, lo- Locals Lamplighter Brewing Company, which I believe is out of Cambridge, Massachusetts. Cambridge. Okay, why is it called the Werewolves of Cambridge when it's definitely like a husky with sunglasses and hats on? I don't know. I think I. I don't the know, Werewolves maybe, of maybe, Cambridge. Maybe they're trying to be playful. <laughs> I went with the name Werewolves of Cambridge. Nope, that's fair. That's fair. So I, I was I like, okay, you. that's kind of Halloweenish. I also got off, got us off the IPA kick. Why is my can so dented? Yeah, <laughs> they hey. might have been dropping on the floor a couple times, but okay. oh, it's a porter. <laughs> So, so porters at home. <laughs> you, you, you did bring it's, a porter. You're it's, right. It's portable. They've said you're bringing porter. See? Oh my. Called it. Oh, excuse me. You're hey, our excuse, sir. I'm gonna. Oh. I'm gonna read the can for you. Sure. Uh, Werewolves of um, yeah of Cambridge. <clears throat> Cambridge. 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 <laughs> Campbell. Would you like me to? Do you, you want me? To, oh, you want me to take it back? Yeah. Right. <laughs> Werewolf of Cambridge is an approachable porter. Brewed with English pale malt and a wide range of crystal malts. Whatever the fuck that means. They're rare. Uh, with, a, <laughs> with a toasty, chocolatey body and a ton of toffee goodness. This beer is bound to get you howling. Arr! Keep cold and enjoy fresh. Awoo. Awoo. Oh, yeah. That's what, that's what I mean. Awoo. Awoo. And you have to do them exactly an octave apart or it doesn't work. <laughs> Awoo. You sounded like a retired Spartan. That is not an octave Awoo. All right, so finally a non-IPA. <laughs> yeah, thank God. One sip. We all know the rules. I got to smell it first. <laughs> yeah, sure. like you guys ever cheers before you do this? or? Yeah, usually, but, uh, we have, but not when you're here. <laughs> <laughs> it's, a, it's a pandemic, sir. We can't reach across the table. Fucking brought these guys. Um, tastes like chocolate milk. <laughs> it's actually pretty good. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. Like, I can mix this with like ice cream. 
<laughs> yeah, it's it's like or a beer float. Make like a root beer float with it. See, you know what's nice is usually porters have like that oh, yeah, weird gnarly aftertaste at the end, like that weird sourness. I like it. But this doesn't have that. It's pretty smooth throughout this the tastes whole thing. Like, this tastes like porter really smooth beer oh, no. finished with no, Bailey's it's cream. It's coming. I don't get it, though. You might just need another sip. I don't know. It's probably flat as shit from all the times you dropped it, so hey. <laughs> probably don't get anything. Seven point nine—that's pretty normal like for a quarter. Yeah, this is definitely like a sipper. You don't want to. You yeah, don't. Yeah, this is something you just sit do and enjoy. Do not chug, <laughs> please. So, do uh, not. So Dave died. <laughs> <laughs> Happy Halloween! with the band. You chug yours down. Spooky, scary, scary. It's been a couple of sips. I'm not gonna <clears throat> lie. It's, it's not bad. Uh, that's pretty heavy. Yeah. All right. <laughs> it's, it's pretty heavy over a six pack. See, I wish we had uh, video because I would totally show. Um, was it uh, <clears throat> Halloween stories with Kermit? It's one of the most excellent like YouTube videos for Halloween you could ever stories watch. Of Kermit. Oh yeah, scary stories the, with Kermit. That's what it was. Huh. Remember the old Sesame Street when they're in like the uh, the Egyptian cave? <laughs> yeah. What was with that? That was fucking creepy. <laughs> what, what, I don't understand. What was that? And what was that show? The esophagus, uh, like yeah. esophagus, sarcophagus. Sure. Esophagus <laughs> is your throat there, pal. What was what, that, whatever. What was that Watch out for the esophagus. Heart, okay, whatever. <laughs> and bent neck lady, it's that esophagus. Stop digressing during the beer review. I'm Sorry. giving it a 4.2. Bent, like, bent neck lady's sarcophagus. 4.2? No. 4.2. Wow. I'd give it a 4. I think I think it's good for a porter. Like, I mean, they're all chocolatey as shit, but it doesn't have that funny sour follow-up to me, at least. And so I... No, Plus, it has cool. a dog on it with sunglasses, so that's cool. No, you're right about that, but it's, I don't know. I mean, maybe I'm being um, unfair because I'm, I'm not a big Porter fan. That's myself, also but, a thing, too. We've um, done IPAs the past 12 times. Yeah, we, so. do, we drink IPAs. It's, 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 far, it's far too sweet. I'm going with three and a half. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah it's respectable. It's respectable. Now, you do get that toffee, though, a little bit of toffee in there. Like it's, It kind of sneaks in a little bit. I like that rich cream. No, it's well done. Flavor, it's just I'm too sweet for me, so I'm trying to be fair about it, but like, I mean, I'm not, you know. I'm going to go four and a half. Nice. Found nice. a beer Dave likes. Well, I, I like porters though. I've always liked porters. You guys want to see something funny? Watch the Instagram series that we just put up, and uh, <laughs> uh, we we made we had Dave uh, drink a uh, Imperial IPA. Woo. To be fair, he <laughs> to picked be fair. It, he picked it out of the fridge for himself, and I'm not sure why he went with the Imperial. You guys told me I should get that Apple one too, so like. I don't believe I ever said that. I think I think Listen, I said, you made no. me you made me drink that Game of Thrones dragon's milk <laughs> garbage <laughs> shit. I didn't make okay. you drink. Oh, it. Was that one of those wines? Was that one of the wines? That was literally one of the worst beers I've ever. Oh. Drink. No, I, I want to say, yeah, I would rather drink that fucking that that Rasbonero <clears throat> shock top beer instead wow. of that shit. Yeah, I didn't disgusting. like the spicy Nesquik. The aftertaste that was that was just gross. Well, that was the beer review. That's the beer review. All right, David, take us home, buddy. Well, kids, you know how it goes from all of us over here at Heavy Metal over a six-pack. You got Mark, Anthony, and Dave also joined by TC tonight. Thanks, dude. Yeah. Always fun to have you. Over here at Heavy Metal over a six-pack, the only place where you can find local, national, international rock, metal, and beer reviews. There's that one copycat out there. (laughs) There's one copycat But we'll deal with him. We have a copycat. Get him. Uh, 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 Started like six months <laughs> nah, after G-G-Y. we did. That's okay. Anyway, I'm sorry. No worries. That's it for us, kids. You have yourself a fine evening, and if you find yourself wanting to wonder about the taste of these beers that we review, well, good luck.
Because <laughs> we're a little bit all over the spectrum. Happy Halloween, by the way. Yes. Goodbye. Happy Halloweeners. So what is that, a power metal over a, uh, a poverty pack? <laughs> That's my so sex life. Cats. That's different. That is the end of this episode. Thank you for tuning in to another exciting episode of Heavy Metal Over a Six Pack Podcast. Marcus, Dave, and Anthony signing off. Check out the podcast at hmoa6pack.automatic.net. Email hmoa6pack at gmail.com. Like and follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Thank you for listening. We'll see you next time.